Aloha. Yes, I'm just covered in semen, like crusty semen. Hello and welcome. We're back from theballerlifestyle.com. It's the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. My name is Brian Beckner. Thank you very much for joining the show. I always like start to get indigestion at the beginning, like when I start talking. It's like right there. I just ate some tuna, tuna fish. Are we... Is anybody still calling it tuna fish? I just had some tuna. Tuna salad. Uh, Episode 346 of the show. Thank you very much for joining us. If you're not already, become a member of our Red red Circle page. Go to theballerlifestyle.com. Click the link at the top of the page and you can subscribe for $5 a month and get all of our bonus content. Extra shows that we do. All sorts of different stuff. More coming. Ed and I have something special planned to do this week. For a Red Circle page, I'm also finishing up my Love Fraud review with Molly McAleer. Uh, So check in with us there at redcircle.com. Also, send us a voicemail. Call us up, 949-464-TBLS. That is the 8257. That is the phone number. Um, And or or send us an email, mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com. Always good to hear from our fans and friends there. Uh, I'm joined now, as I am every week, by Ed Daly. Ed, how are you, my friend? I have to tell you, I got to start the show with a big thank you. Oh, yeah? Uh, we, a couple, two shows ago, we did some ranking of Halloween candy. Yeah. And our buddy, Lee. Super Lee. Yeah. He's like... Ecoastal elites or whatever. Right. He needs yeah. something. Flood zone elites, whatever. He Man, that's pretty us. funny. Pretty funny. He, yeah, that's fine. He lives he by a lake. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's, you know, he's big time. Yeah. Um, but he's like, you don't get this on your, on the coast. Well, we got something called a salted nut roll. Come on. That's not even, that's like a joke I make. I know. When I like want somebody I to know. lick my I balls, know. I'm like, "Hey, yeah, you want to get on this salted nut roll?" Yeah, I know. Taste this salted nut roll. I got a salted nut roll over here. You could taste. And the packaging. So anyway, yeah, it looks old timey. Like, you want you want you want to have this? Uh, check it out. He sent me a package of salted nut rolls. <laughs> Stop it. He did. I can't even deal with that n- name. I know. Right. And the packaging, it looks super old timey. Yeah. Like, yeah, it looks like um, the packaging from a, a show to make it seem like a. Uh, yes. Yep. You know, like, like this yep. is the candy in a Dennis the Menace episode. Right. Like Duff else. Beer. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. just not, it's not a real thing. Now, hold on. Just before you get to review, I'll just give you my thoughts because I, I recall this tweet that he sent about the salted nut roll. Yeah. It looks it looks kind of like a payday with no but not dipped in chocolate. It's not like looks okay. Wait, wait what's pay, isn't payday just like a peanut? Right, one? that's right. But it does. Does payday have chocolate? 
No, I don't oh, think so. Okay, it looks like a payday. The and salt did not roll. Kind, it's kind of like a payday. And unfortunately, you know what I figured out how I can't read emojis? It's because yeah. I need those those CVS glasses. You, the, you're, ta- you're talking about readers. I need readers. Yeah. Yep. Like I can read text no problem on my phone. Yep. But I was always struggling. What What's with the emojis? I can't even figure out. It's because the readers. So I can't even read the ingredients. But it's not like a straight up. It's Are not caramel. Fucking it's not a kidding? It's Hold not on. a nougat. I mean, they're putting some real tiny. Yeah. This is a fun size package I'm looking at. Hold on, look it up. But our buddy Lee is not. Mm-hmm. Is no cheapo. He gave me a bag full he of did? stuff. Fun well, size. Lee, I want you to know from the bottom of my heart, go fuck yourself because I didn't get well, any salt. You know what he said? What? Send me your address. And so I DM'd him. Oh, I was you like, did. Here's oh. My address. oh, okay. All right. Well, no, I don't. He's, he's on the level. They look kind of good, but I would like, I don't want a whole. Oh, it's I, the same people that make bit of honey. I'm just telling you. I know bit of honey. You know what these are? What? These are rich man's paydays. Oh, really? So it's like a payday, but like juiced, like better. Okay. Yeah, there's something going on in the middle of it, and I, I am buying what this thing is selling. So it's it not, is, it's not nougat in the middle. Well, if it is, it's, it's, it's. There's a something going on. It's mm. not like you bite into it like it's a Three Musketeers on the inside. This is, it's the right formula. You know, paydays are good, but it's like I'm kind of just eating a handful of peanuts. Yeah, paydays are kind of bullshit. Uh, hold on. This is a good version of a payday. This is a good bar. Okay. I'm, uh, like, I'm not saying it's my favorite bar of all time, but this is pretty fucking good. Like this, this belongs up there. Um, so here's the, here's the ingredients. And let's, well, you know, we don't have to get in the fucking minutia yeah, here, but the weird shit. Pe- peanuts, sugar, corn syrup, palm oil, problematic. Uh, but you know, it's got all the shit, coconut oil, salt, vanilla flavoring. But it also, but here's, here's my question. The thing's wrapped in peanuts because the second ingredient, peanut butter. It's more peanutty than peanut buttery though. It's, it works. So it's got peanuts. It got, it's, it's got peanuts and peanut butter. Yeah. It's, I, but it's not buttery. Like it's, it's, I'm telling you, they got the formula right. Oh no, I'm telling you, it says right here on the thing, on the package, this is what you can't read. Vanilla nougat, golden caramel. I love caramel. Where are we at on caramel? Are we caramel or caramel? Caramel. Caramel. Oh yeah, some people just pronounce it like it's got less letters. They I think I caramel. do. I think I do that normally, but I was trying to do that thing where I pronounce things on this show that people like. So I said caramel. I did, a, I did an interview for my book. Yeah. A few months the ago. Heroes and Jerks available on Amazon. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm going to have to get into the holiday push again. Yeah. Um, but I was talking about somebody that I had always, always read their name in print and I fucked it up. I can't remember who, but there are so many things that you read, but you've never heard said. And so you don't pronounce them the right way. Sure. Like what? I'm, I, I, I can't. It was a French person. Oh, come on. And it was like, oh, I've been saying this completely wrong. But there are always words that you you don't say with full confidence because you've only read them. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, um, no, like no. like um, biopic. Yeah, I've heard people say biopic. Biopic. I, but I I say biopic. Right. But 
I've heard it either way. And the first time I mentioned it in conversation, it felt a little awkward. I know. I always say biopic, but I feel like most people say biopic. But it's a there was, biography there, picture. Yeah, there was one on uh, Jay Stu royally fucked one up last week on the Bachelor Lifestyle podcast. And I can't I had to correct him, but like not in an assholeish way, but also because it was me. It was kind of an asshole assholeish way. OK, Super Lee, vanilla nougat, golden caramel and roasted peanuts. I would fuck with this, but also it's the right. It's the right combo. It's not very caramel. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, like peanuts, I like caramel. No, but I, I mean, I like Snickers. That's it's, that's yeah. the big thing. Right. But it, this isn't too much of anything. I would say it's mostly a peanut bar. But what they're doing with everything that Payday is doing, they're doing a way better job. I am. Um, so, I mean, I'm interested to know this, but also I don't want a fucking whole bag of these in my house. That's yeah, the that's concern. A it's a problem. That's but a, they're, they're fucking good. But maybe I'll reach out to Lee and just be like, hey, send me a few. But I don't <laughs> Don't send me a fucking case. Because Lee, Lee is such a sweet guy. Great supporter of the show. Great guy. And I would, and I'm looking at this thing and I would fuck with it. And I'll be honest, I have some qualms. I'm concerned about the lack of chocolate. I'll say it right no, now. It's just not a cho- chocolate bar. Fuck. What's it's not? Well, I, I don't fuck with anything that's not chocolate. Unless, of course, we're talking stuff from the Sour Patch family, which I fuck with. Right. And the gummy yeah. Swedish fish yeah. family. Yep. Um, I, I get it. But that's what's good. I mean, to have this in the Halloween mix, yeah. it's pretty fucking good. Yeah, I was okay. I'm gonna DM an address to our our friend Super Lee. Here's here's. Some, I'm sorry, Lee, if people are starting to hit you up because you don't you don't know anybody. But yeah, I mean, if you, you send it to me, you can send it to Brian. But come yeah. on, everybody else, get your own. Yeah, exactly. And this is this is a um, it's a very regional item. I mean, I've never I've never heard of it not once in my life. No, me either. Never, not once have I heard of it. I, um, I got shamed on Halloween because I was, um, fucking with some candy that my kids had Mm -hmm. and I opened a package of Swedish fish and this is, this is how stupid I am. I'm, I'm, I'm just not a very aware person. I cracked open the bag of Swedish fish and I was like, what the fuck? I only got red ones in here. And both of my kids looked at me like I was, it was one of those things where they couldn't tell if I was kidding or I was the stupidest man on the planet. And they were hoping, they were hoping that I was kidding. You're you're just having a bad dad joke. I thought, I thought I remembered there being multiple colors of Swedish fish. It turns out Swedish fish only exist in red. Yeah, I mean, there might be some sort of rainbow Swedish fish. I don't think specific, so. No, you're trying to bail me out. Talk, I appreciate it. But when you talk about Swedish fish, they're red. They're Swedish red. Fish. red. Swedish fish are fucking red. Swedish fish <laughs> are completely red. And I should have known that. Um, this is. We got to do one more. Thing. I know. I know. It's not going to be easy. Go ahead. You know, I read I read today and I thought it was the perfect um, it was a perfect summary is this man was kind of a celebration of our curiosity. Totally. 
And it was inevitable. Yep. When you're looking at stage four pancreatic. It's, the, it's or, arguably the worst one you can get. You're you're just trying to appreciate the time you've got with them. Yep. And the guy had one of the all-time greatest wigs in the last couple months. He did, and he was um, – I saw him get interviewed about it, and the guy was just a – just such a positive dude. Like he's just such a, like the same guy that he was on the show. I saw him getting interviewed. I think it might've been on the local news. And he's like, you'll, you know, they're asking him how it was going. He's, or they're asking him about working. And he's like, I'm, you know, I'm still working. He goes, you'll have to decide by watching the show when I had my real hair and when I switched to the wig. And it was, so it was like, he wasn't like trying to pretend, you know, he was, he was very honest about yeah. what was happening to him. And a lot of times people that are on, that have to get looked at every single day can, can be uh, very vain. And he was like very freely admitting, Hey, you know, I had, I had to start wearing a wig cause I lost my hair. Yeah. And I, I saw somebody, um, talk about, and you know, if you don't know, we're talking about the great, the late great Alex Trebek. Of course we are. Um, somebody who was a contestant, they wrote like an op-ed and I think in the Washington post and they, they said, you know, he was, he was so encouraging. He you know, was. it's one thing like to be like, yeah, we're, we're going to be silly in the game show. But he like, he was, he was proud of you for getting the answers right. If you nailed a daily double, he, it, there was like a, like a dad element. Like he was proud that oh you just nailed it. And he made he encouraged, and like we've talked about, we've shit on Wheel of Fortune. Well, it's it's for dummies. Yeah, it's fucking Hangman for dumbs. Yeah. Um, but when you watch something like that, those are empty calories. There's nothing. There's nothing going on. When you watch Jeopardy, it's fun when you're doing well with it. Yeah. And if you don't do well with it, there's a good chance you picked up a pretty cool fact. Oh, always. You know. Of like, so it's it's it was a good entertainment. It was good for you. And it's and Trebek yeah. like just kept it with the right pace. Yeah. He respected the game. Totally. You know, Howard Stern always talks about how, you know, he hates when guys are joking it up. He likes somebody who respects the game. Alex Trebek, you could tell he loved Jeopardy and it showed. Yep. But he also let his personality shine through. And he was very subtle about it. He would make a hilarious joke in the moment. He was a ball, he was a ball breaker. Yes. Which is the, the highest compliment for me. Totally. I mean, that's what good friends do with each other. They ball, They break balls. That's oh, that's the best. Hold on. I had, here's a clip. Let's let's play a clip. We'll keep talking about him. But I just want to I just called up a, a just a quick clip. I'm sure there's a million. But this is just one I found. It's a famous one. It's it's. And it's it's also delightful when like he goes out of the, the range when he's doing a category yeah. on rap lyrics or something. Yeah. It's delightful. No, it's great. Um, here, here's him interviewing when he, you know, he'd go down the line between or in it during in between double and single jeopardy. He would interview the contestants and here's him talking to a woman about her beloved pygmy goat. Laura Sykes Jambon. Hi. French for ham from Rochester. 
had a pygmy goat in college. Why? Uh, for the cuteness factor. Yeah. Well, there are a lot of other things that are cute. How about a little cat? I had a little cat at one time. My but the little goat ate goat it. Ate a chunk of it, her fur. She didn't enjoy that. No. Billy also enjoyed eating a lot of things, like a three-wick candle, an entire bag of Hershey Kisses, and unfortunately, he met his demise by eating a bag of Quickcrete. Wait, wait a minute. Was it a 60-pound or an 80-pound bag? Because... Alex, you're being insensitive. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Uh, this, hey, this is a guitar thing. Yeah. Uh, who's in charge? And he just blows off the last guy. He's like, I can't do any better than that. And this guy's been the champion for four days anyway. We'll just keep moving. What a dude. I, uh, I, I was talking to my girlfriend is um, she is uh, acquainted with one of Alex Trebek's family members. And, you know, I somebody texted me and I told her right away and it was, you know, it's emotional. It's emotional for everybody. But I was like, you know, it's awful to, when you lose somebody that, that that's that important to you. But it has to kind of feel good when you look around and everybody is talking about the joy that this man brought to their lives. Everyone is talking about sat down every night with my dad and watched the show bonded over this. Just like it's, it, it's so rare that you lose somebody that is universally loved. And it's not an accident that, that a man is loved like that. It's, it's because of who he was. And I thought that was amazing. That is, that's a great point. I mean, think about, our whole life uh, this year has been throttled by uh, election slash politics and pandemic. And nothing seems to change that. And that's why we did a shitload of movies. And we're sure. even as we're trying to transition away from quite so many movies, you're going to notice that they're just stories that have a political yeah. or pandemic not to. Tint to them because there's, it's just impossible to not to. Yeah. Um, but everyone, pretty much everyone I, I knew, there was at least some reaction that was like, okay, this is about Trebek, and we're not talking about pandemic and politics. Totally. There was a moment that everybody had where it was about Alex fucking Trebek. He, yeah. And that guy's as good – he was as good a, a, a television host, game show host as there will ever be. And He was, he was the greatest. And – Talk about how fucking old is this guy? He's, yeah. he's 80 years old. The guy looked amazing. The guy could have been 65. He So he'd been the yeah. host for 36 years. That means he got hired in his mid-40s. And, right. And the guy hosted the show the rest of his life until he was 80 years old. The guy looked fucking incredible for 80 years old. Unbelievable. He did. Didn't we do a story like Maybe five years ago where he hunted down somebody who broke into his room. Yeah. In a, in a hotel. He chased him down. He was in the down. 70s. Yeah. <laughs> he, he hunted someone down. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Good dude. Legend. Icon yeah. and deserves all of the and, accolades he got. Not an easy and, job. No. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we're – everybody is going to hopefully respect – what's going on in the world. And like Christmas is going to be a more muted affair than most. The holidays will be a more muted affair yep. than other years. 
Well, Trebek finishes up his last taping is airing on Christmas. Oh my so, fucking god! So you've got like the the week of Christmas when people yep. are hopefully not having the big parties that they normally would. Yep. Well, you've got the final episodes of fucking Alex Trebek. Amazing. Yeah. So amazing. Uh, Goodbye and thank you to the great Alex Trebek. Absolutely. Love that guy. Great dude. R.I.P. Alex Trebek. Let's do some voicemails. He's so easy to hate. Your time he likes to waste. His calls are far from great. His calls are far from great. He's such a stupid fuck. He's down on his luck. His voicemails really suck. His voicemails really suck. No one's enjoying him. He's so annoying. Plus so fucking boring and worthless. But he's got nothing else to do. And he's even worse than ish, 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 ish. His thoughts are useless shit, 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 shit. He's fat and got big tit, tit, tit. Um, I'm just che- looking at the email or the voicemail this week. Doesn't look like we've heard from, and I'm looking at, you know, it's, I have them all saved here in the, or not saved, but you know, I'm on the, pa- the I'm on the, on the page of my, my Google voice page. Yeah. We haven't heard from Manuel since. Well, middle you know, of October. I'm wondering if this. I wonder if this is calculated because oh. remember yeah. he left us just a sweet message. Oh, he did. Uh, was that, was that his goodbye? Ah, uh, maybe, maybe well, <laughs> he was yeah. like, you know what? Podcast isn't doing it for me. I'll send him a nice farewell. But no, he, he was, uh, I just remember he left us a very sweet message and he was like, I don't have much to say, but, uh, but thank you or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Was- no, I think he called in because I'm read. I'm like sort of like skimming the transcript, and it was the last one I have from him. Unless or I, maybe I, he was I, shitting on Tesla. I don't know. Yeah. No, it was. Um, he was clarifying. He was. He was. His tats. Yeah. His tattoo point. But uh, I just hope he's okay. Him. Ish, uh, of course. Like. Ish. Kyle and Scanny. Yeah, it's like you know it's, they come and go. We love them all though. All good people. Okay. Quick voicemail. Hey guys, uh, and you can hear that. You can hear that. Right? I can. I can hear that timber. Okay. All right. I was talking about Lewis Hamilton this week. Made me uh, wonder how this would affect you guys if either one of you were a professional athlete. How difficult would it be for you to stay uh, faithful to your spouse on a scale of? Uh, not happening to not likely. Where do you guys fall in? Well, Ed, you, I am, of course, not married. Uh, you are, you've been married a very long time and have a couple of times been allowed <laughs> free passes uh, by your I'm, lovely wife. I, I will say this. I am in as good a situation as right. I, I can hope to have. And I think if I were a professional athlete, I mean, I, I, I've been with Michelle since I was 20. 
Um, we got married at like 24 or something, but, um, yeah, cause we just had our 20th anniversary. Um, I think it would be pretty fucking hard if I were a professional athlete and you are, you are having a plus talent thrown at you. It's thrown at you. You're, you're drinking, you're drinking in the yeah, hotel yeah, bar. And you're drinking. I, yeah. I, and, and I'm, I'm saying if I was with the person I'm with, I mean, I'm, I really have been good the entire time yep. since 1996. Mm. I've been good the whole time. Right. But if if it was being thrown at me, even yeah. in the happiness that I have, it would be hard. Yes. It would be fucking hard. And yes, if it would be. Michelle were in a situation where there was a plus down, I would get it. You know, it's 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 real fucking hard. Of course. And and Chris Rock famous line you know a man's as faithful as his options yeah if yeah. you're if you're the bus driver you're not having so much thrown at you right it's i get it yeah and i've never been in that situation i mean i've had you know random moments sure. that can go but 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 overall like if you're if you're getting a random moment thrown at you and you're in a happy situation it, it comes down to your situation, but if you're getting A plus and you're drinking and you're 27, yeah, it's easy to mess up. I, I as good a situation as I have, I would mess up. Right now, and if if you're in an unhappy situation, oh yeah, which even good couples, yeah. even if good couples have bad situations, no, yeah. then then you're you're not going to be faithful like. 80 nights a year. I mean, it's crazy for athletes. Right. It's always there for them. But I think to LSU's question, you, and I'm speaking for Ed Daly here, while it would be hard, you aren't the type to go full Tiger Woods where you got, you know, you're flying 17 different chicks all over the country. You know, it's like. I'm saying I'm in a good situation. And I think over the years, if I was getting that thrown at me all the time, I, no, I would not be a hundred percent. I just, I, as, as good as a thing as I have, I think I would make mistakes drinking if I'm just sure. finishing up a game and I'm in yeah. some random town. No, I just, yes. Yeah. That's, that's people it. Are weak. Yeah. People are weak. I am in, I'm, I have a girlfriend. We've, we're in a very monogamous, non open relationship and she, and she's very beautiful. And, I have always said to her and I maintain that I will never cheat down. (laughs) There's no, like I will never, you'll never find me in a situation with another girl who's less attractive than you are. And fair. She's, she's so beautiful. What, what, what are the odds that a schlub like me is going to get a, and a more attractive chick than that. I'm not going to. It's impossible. Can't be done. So, yeah. but I, I haven't checked with her, and like I understand, there are a lot of couples just searching for something. They do their their cheat list or whatever. Right. Both of them look like Norman Cheers, and they're like, "Yeah, well, I'd fuck uh, uh, Brad Pitt." And it's like, well, he's never gonna fuck you. Right. But <laughs> that being said, yes. Um, I'm sure if in 2000 Selma Hayek wanted to fuck me, Michelle would be like, yeah, I get it. Of course. Of course. You know, like it's, 
It's fine. If Brad Pitt or George Clooney wanted to fuck Michelle in 02, yeah. I'd be like, all right, our marriage can handle this. I think so. Yeah. Um, there's, I believe the comedian is David Feldman that has that joke where he's like, my wife and I made a, uh, what do they call that? A freebie list or whatever. And he's, he said, hers is George Clooney. Mine is the chick from Starbucks. <laughs> uh, but yeah, of course, like, I don't like, Howard Stern talks about it like a celebrity hookup is like more exciting than a regular person and you could see how it would be my my girlfriend is happens to have a major crush on Ben Affleck she loves that guy she's always has so if she runs into Ben Affleck at a bar I mean bars are canceled but assuming bars are ever reimagined and she wants to and Ben Affleck wants to have sex with her like who am I to say no to that that's a dream right. come true. What am I? Right. I'm here to deny you your dreams. That said, we are completely monogamous and not open. She can do that. She can. She she's allowed Ben Affleck, and then like on a sliding scale. Like it's not if it's some dude from the WB or um, one, the Scream franchise that I've never heard of. Like it's we gotta have a talk. But if it's an A yeah. list dude, like you gotta go for that. Why not? Yeah, I, I, it, it, it obviously, and everything has to do with your relationship too. But it, yeah, right? you're getting a plus thrown at you, even if your relationship is good. Yep. Come on. Yep. So. And if it's not, all bets are off. Uh, okay. Once this is like the Lewis Hamilton show of record email, Brian and Ed. Important sports question: Why are all F1 drivers built like eight-year-old girls? <laughs> also, if you had to guess, how many pairs of high heeled boots do you think Lewis Hamilton owns? That's from wait. P- now this was this was the same question. No, from it's last not week. the same. It's, he's. I don't think. I think the high heeled boots thing. He's. He didn't. Doesn't feel we answered properly because he's added that back on. That's, well, I did a lot of googling, and it seems like he's fi- he's fine being the shorter person. Right. To the hot woman he's fucking. Right. Pete and Pocatello. Um, yeah, I think I don't know if he's like making a Prince <laughs> reference because Prince was a, was a diminutive dude and he'd rock those Cuban heels and dance and shit. And he was That's a bad right. motherfucker. But he, that was but that was a whole thing. It's not that I, Prince thought he was going to be taller than anyone. I, I, no, he could never be. But that but I think he's implying that with Hamilton. I, yeah. I don't know. I mean. Clearly, this guy wants wants us to to take a shot at Lewis Hamilton. Right. Hey, well, I only know him from the Letterman show, it, and uh, it, was, it was a pretty good interview. He's a great fucking champion. He's, I believe, he's won seven world championships in a row. Yeah, he's the best in the world. He's the best, I believe, he's about to eclipse the greatest of all time, Michael Schumacher. Michael Schumacher. Not R.I.P., but I believe he probably, if it were up to him, if he were he conscious enough. No legs or something? No, worse. He, oh, this guy, worse. This guy, you know, raced all over the world. Great champion. Drove for Ferrari. Was just the greatest ever. He's the greatest ever. He retires. I think he would do that thing where he'd bounce in and, like, fill the seat once in a while when somebody couldn't run for whatever reason he retired and then he he was badly injured in a skiing accident 
and is, I think it was, it was at least a decade ago. And he's uh, like completely, I don't think he's aware of his surroundings. I don't, not sure of his condition, but it's under, my understanding. It's very bad. Like he, he dodged it all racing and then was felled in a skiing accident, which is, which is awful. Um, there's the reason they're all built like eight, one, eight year old girls, Pete in Pocatello. It's cause you can't, you can't be heavy and race those race cars. You got to be little. They need, it's all about weight. You got, you can't have a 205 pound guy in one of those little tiny cars. You got to have a 130 pound guy, right? They're little. Yeah. They, I, right. You can't, you can't fit in there. And they're very, and they're very slight. Like most actors, actors, right. very, very slim waist, big heads, very slim waists, <laughs> very, they're all twinks. Okay. They're mostly twinks. I, I don't, big head seemed to, to ring a bell. Yeah. I was, I was flipping around yeah. and I saw when Harry met Sally was on. Oh yeah. And I thought maybe I can tune in for the Meg Ryan orgasm scene. Ooh. And by the way. She is super cute. So She's the hot. cutest. So hot. Remember when she played uh, Jim Morrison's girlfriend in The Doors? Yes. And she showed her one breast. Oh, my God. Oh, She was America's sweetheart. And, you know, plastic surgery is just not your friend. She got that face sliced up, and she wasn't it, – it's just so competitive in that game, and they feel like they're – you know, that's their moneymaker, and they, they all go a little too much a little too soon. Right. And, you know, and Helen Mirren. Yeah. Is looks amazing. Doesn't look looks doesn't look all gummed up now. How about um, Julianne oh. Moore? Great. She looks amazing. Uh, she gets better looking. Uh, who's the other one? Ken Marissa. Wife. Oh, yes. Mary Steenburgen. Bergen. Yeah. Yeah. Marissa Ken, Tomei. Uh, Marissa Tomei. For she, sure. They yes. don't look all like puffy. Yeah. And like, and what are you doing? I started watching that new show. With uh, Nicole Kidman on HBO, she's a little. She's oh, right? she, she's toned it down in some places, but she's also sort of increased it in other places. She Her looks eyes, I think, where the eye yeah. area was freaky. The, I think the chin. She had a lot of filler going on, so she looked kind of like a statue, like a mm. wax figure for a while. Um, it's a lot, and she's not that old. What is she, early 50s, 51, 52? Yeah, but she's been doing it for a long time. Yeah, she has. Uh, so what, you you tuned into Meg Ryan, and she, oh, she had that perm. Sure. She was looking hot. Yeah, yeah, she was super cute. But I'm watching, the. I guess it was the beginning. And I, I mean, maybe I'm off, but they, they meet when she's giving him a ride home from college. And I was like, he's supposed to be a college guy? Right. <laughs> Oh, I mean, that movie had to be what eighty eight. Well, didn't they did it like they did that thing he where it, like, it, it, like he's he hasn't aged. I, he's one of those guys that looked old, and he's you know an older guy. But like between the ages of thirty and seventy, he kind of always looked like he was sixty four. Right. So he, now he's probably okay for his age, but <laughs> I gotta Billy Crystal. Oh, well, how, it, how I, was that guy? I mean, he was playing a college kid in, in 1988. He was, yeah. <laughs> he was born in 48. Yeah. 
Yeah. So I was like, this guy's he, not he's Kyle. 40. But he's, the whole point was it was like supposed to span a, a length know, of. I know, but guess what? It's just not going to work. I know. It's not. I know. You know what? Find we another way to the, tell it. We got we to gotta skip the college or just use different actors. Yeah. But like, they, they all they did was like mat his hair down a little bit. And they're like, yeah, yeah that's him in college. Yeah. No, he looks like a 40 year old guy. Yeah, he does. He does. It, yeah. Unfortunate <laughs> looking dude. Unfortunately, looking dude, and you know what? I wasn't planning on watching it. I watched like a good forty-five minutes of it because it's pretty like rom-com, but well written. But yeah, I I spent a good thirty of the forty-five minutes or whatever I was watching, two-thirds of the time, just thinking about how fucking old could he be? Right. I was laying 40. in bed, so I was not. I had put my phone away. I was just like I was just trying to unwind, and I just kept thinking about how old he was. Yeah, that's uh, Nora Ephron, right? Yeah, he. And, and I mean, she, she's super cute. Oh my god, yeah, she was she was America's sweetheart. Yeah, like you can't go wrong before Dennis Quaid and and Tox, a lot of Tox, John Mellencamp. Does he? Oh. Does he still got his hooks in that? That guy smokes a lot of cigs. Uh, okay, let's talk about. Let's see what's going on in the world of sports. My name is Brian. They call me the other guy. I host a podcast show. I'll give Hetero Life a try. If you see something on my hand that makes you think I'm not a man, it's just my crew rings, you see. They're as sparkly as can be. My don't Troy on DVD. Okay, Ed, what's going on in the world of sports? So I had actually bookmarked this as a bizarre story, and then there was another layer added to it like yesterday. That's great. The White Sox inexplicably hired Tony LaRussa, who hasn't managed a team in over a decade. It's insane. And hey, remember me? I'm the reason why nobody young watches baseball anymore because uh, the games are now like four and a half hours. Yeah, that's me. Yeah, that's my fault. So they hired him, and it was like, well, uh, Jerry Reinsdorf regretted firing him in 1982, like something crazy. Okay, well, guess what? It's 2020. Um, but then we find out the day before he got hired, he was charged with DUI, and this is what he said to the. The officer, do you see my ring? Larissa told the arresting officer, I'm a Hall of Famer baseball person. I'm legit. Amazing. I'm a Hall of Famer brother. What is he, Hulk Hogan? I'm a film brother. Hall of Famer brother. Well, no, you you can tell that's him like swinging it around. Like, hey, you know who I am? I'm a Hall of Famer brother. Like, he's letting him know that he's he's making a mistake. He's 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 trying to bully him in that position. And that's the kind I of mean, thing that Tony LaRusso does. This isn't his first DUI, by the way. I remember he has something like 10 years ago, right? Yeah. Here, hold on. It's, it's a classic because he's, he has some trouble with the alphabet. Let's see if this will play. Okay. The next test is called a walk and turn. And I'm going to explain it to you. But in the meantime, I want you to place your left foot on this line right here. Okay. And I want you to place your right foot in front of it. 
This is how does this get out? Tell like this. Can you do that for me? Oh, okay. I'm just describing. Oh yeah, he's. He can't even. He's. He can't put the one foot in front of the other to do the line. He's just standing still. Yeah. Hold on. I want to get to the. I want just the. Uh, Alphabet. That's fine. Not loud. Heel-toe looks like on. this. One. Continue back down the line, counting to nine. This is just all the walk. Oh my God! It's really funny though. I thought this would be the alphabet part. Okay. Hang tight for me. Really embarrassing, dude. There's Uber now. I really want the alphabet part. I put in alphabet. That's the best part, because he can't do the alphabet in order. Really kind of a bummer. Oh, no, never mind. All right. So anyway. Should have had it queued. It's um, a horrible hire. It's, and he, here's the other thing. He's, not, he's a shitty fucking manager. There's a reason. Like People are like, look, during the World Series, I was advocating for the firing of Dave Roberts, and I was a little fired up. And also, he was doing some dumb stuff. There's a reason that like all of these managers – these days are guys you don't know of as being managers for 25 years, except for maybe like Joe Madden. It's because the, it, baseball's a completely different game than when this shithead was in there fucking bunting every third batter. It's just, they don't do it. They elevate and celebrate, you know? It's just, they just play differently now. It's the, the nerds won. They figured it out. And this guy is not with it. And the White Sox are good. They have good young players. Right. And, they they yeah. gutted themselves a few years yes. ago. And they have tons of talent. Yeah. And he's going to ruin them. He's going to give them, like, old school tactics. Yes, totally. He's a huge bummer. He really – I remember seeing the effect of him. He added, like, 12 minutes to the average baseball game. Yep. Yeah, it's terrible. It's it's all about him. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. And also, he's really, he's in his 70s, like Billy Crystal. And like Billy Crystal, he's really dying that hair. And he always reminds me of that one episode of WKRP in Cincinnati where Dr. Johnny Fever, he's like in a, in a pay dispute with Mr. Carlson. So he decides yeah. to become a disco DJ, like at a club. <laughs> and he's like, Hey, I'm the, and he has like, he's like changes his name and he's, he wears like a new, oh, yes. he wears like a newsboy cap and sunglasses and he's like playing disco. <laughs> and you know, Dr. Johnny Fever, he's a rock and roll dude. And That's then the ev coolest. eventually like Herb Tarlick and Les Nessman, speaking of how fucking old is this guy? He was like in his thirties. Uh, <laughs> they, no, he was, he was. Yeah, look, look it up right now. While I tell the story. Uh, he, he recently in he was the driving instructor in Valley Girl. Also, oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Um, 
so they go, they finally like go and tell Dr. Johnny Fever. They're like, come back to the station, buddy. You're, uh, oh, he dyes his hair. That's the thing. He dyes his hair to, to look more disco. And they're like, come back to the station. You don't want to be doing this disco shit anyway. And so then he, they talk him into it and he like gets on the mic at the disco where he's working. And he, and he like tells all the people, all the people that are all coked out and dancing. He's like, this music sucks and I quit and this is bullshit. And then he goes to leave and he takes off his newsboy cap and he like flings it off. And he has only dyed the section around where his hat is, which is a, which is a pretty funny reveal. And that's what I always picture because Tony LaRusse has got it. Died the same. It's like long, just like Doctor Johnny Fever, and black. And I picture him taking off the hat and having it all be white underneath where the hat is, and all black all the way around. Uh, do we get an age on Les Nessman? Yeah, Richard Sanders. Yeah, the show ran from seventy eight to eighty two. Yep, he was born in nineteen forty. Oh, okay. You were right. Oh, yeah, thirty eight to forty two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he looks. He looks sixty eight. Jeez, it's crazy. <laughs> Uh, well, fuck Tony uh, Larusa. Well, speaking of your Dodgers, yeah. they won the World Series, but they're yeah. losing to the Rona. Yeah. They're up to five cases. I saw that, and I lucky, luckily, I get a Dodgers Google alert every day. Yeah, and people are kind of trying to fuck the Dodgers here because yes, five members of the organization have tested positive for COVID nineteen. None of whom were inside the team's playoff bubble. Oh, this is a stadium Dodger Stadium related outbreak. Not oh, I a, thought it. I thought it was because of uh, Justin Turner, JT, fucking gritty, right? Tungus. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, it's kind of a kind of a misleading headline. All right. Well, so we won't blame that meathead uh, athlete, right. but right. Herschel Walker, he thinks we should give Donald Trump a mulligan and revote in all the battleground states. Um, okay, that's a group. Well, why not just revote the whole country? <laughs> a guy, a guy I don't, I, I've never really enjoyed. Uh, Shannon Sharp, I yeah. saw him tweet, "Shut the fuck up! I'm a Georgia boy too, and you're a fucking idiot or something." It was like, whoa. But I, it's yeah. I mean, this guy paid, you know, paid your your bills thirty five years ago, buddy. Um, yeah, he. Um, I don't. He one year in the USFL had something like nine hundred carries or something. He's like, he's been hit on the head quite a few times between college. And the pros just maybe just like maybe run your ideas past some people first before you tweet them. Yeah, that's what well, I would say. Like get some people to another, weigh in. Yeah, we have another guy that I don't believe took too many shots to the head, but was in the football world. Ex-Auburn coach and now Alabama Senator Tommy Tuberville. Yeah. Tried to use some sports analogies on Twitter. The election results are out of control. It's like the whistle is blown, the game is over, the players have gone home, but the referees are suddenly adding touchdown to the other team's side of the scoreboard. Yeah. he. I saw somebody respond to him. They're like, actually, it's like that time that you he had a seven, the first yeah, you, you had a seven to nothing lead on Oklahoma and then 
They should have stopped. They should have just stopped the game then in the first quarter because then Oklahoma scored the next forty-five points. Um, I get uh, yeah. Al Franken. It's not everybody's cup of tea. Yeah, but I read his autobiography or one of his books, and he said when he got elected to Senate, he spent the first year being the least funny person in Senate. Like he was like, I'm not going to joke. At all, because I want people to take me seriously. Yeah. That's the one thing I, I just, I cannot be branded the the former Saturday Night Live writer. I, I can't do it. And so he, he said, you know, eventually people were like, you know what? You're one of your main skills is being funny. Like, don't, don't do this. Tommy Tuberville yeah. just got elected. He's not even in office. And he's relating it to a football game in the fourth quarter and referees. Yeah. And I, I well, read it. He didn't. I mean, he's in Alabama. He didn't even debate. He he's never he's never held office to the point where like he he only knows football. He's fucking. He went. He took another job while he was out to dinner with recruits and just left them. Yeah. He, also, he's he's the Auburn coach, right? Like that's that's how much they hate Democrats in Alabama. Is that? Even Bama see, fans would vote for an Auburn guy. I did see in the primaries that he w- he won like every county except Tuscaloosa or whatever. Or oh whatever really? <laughs> yeah, there's something funny. Like that. I don't I don't think in the I don't think in the general, but but when they were trying to get him out of the primaries, he was like way ahead, and they're like, yeah, we're gonna go with Jeff Sessions over you. Uh, that's uh, that's pretty funny. I had another thought on that, and I. I started laughing and I forgot Tommy Tuberville. I don't. I don't remember. Let's do some non-sports. Just fucking stake it. Well, it's time. It's time for non-sports. Non-sports segment. Segment. On the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. Non-sports. 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 I'm talking about the segment now. Non-sports. Non-sports. Non-sports segment. Ed, what's popping off in the not sports world? Any any pandemics or elections out there to talk about? You know, I again the the election stuff is the election stuff. Right. The, the opinions are already out there. Yep. But we try to do a comedy show, and the biggest moment in comedy in the past week was Trump tweeting out uh, that his crew was going to do a press conference at Four Seasons. And there weren't details. And then the guy in charge of the unit is Rudy. Right. But now, Ru- Rudy, in his defense, he's a moron, but he doesn't book the locations. He just shows up. I mean, if this this era has taught us anything, is they're not very uh, – they're not the best people. No. Despite what we were told. There's never the best people around. But yeah. Rudy is the the main point person that was chosen. Well he's the he's we, the president's we, lawyer. But we've known about this plan. Right. Let's not let him count the votes early. Right. So it'll look like it's gonna trickle in, we're gonna say it's illegal, and then we're going to claim fraud. Right. And so you're thinking there's gonna be some high-minded individuals and it's like no i'm just gonna have press conferences with rudy right. and eric 
and fucking Bernie Carrick, the disgraced former NYPD police chief. Um, right. Oh, he's the best. Didn't he go to prison? Yeah, he did, yeah. but he got pardoned by oh, Trump. Right. All right. Um, but uh, so they had to, and everybody knows they did. The Four Seasons itself probably is like no, or somebody did a bad Google search. So it was this random four, four seasons landscaping in the outskirts of Pennsylvania so good. between a, uh, a, a funeral home so good. and a porn shop. And the porn shop is very mad because none of their customers could get in. Right. They had to they had to go jerk off in those booths where you could like watch porn with a court with quarters. I mean, what what is the profile of somebody attending a porn shop at this point? I think it's usually like two dudes. That do you like think it's wanted. do you think it's like fifty year old? Yeah, yes. Only pay for sex guys. Well, not like even not even virgins? not even like pay for like looking to to go to a place where some other guys are horny, and then like. Hey, meet me uh, in my car. Right. Like the, the glory hole crowd. Right. Right. This is also very common near bodies of water. So <laughs> ports, harbors. Piers. Yes. Piers. <laughs> gentlemen of the piers. Uh, you know, the occasional lake, pond, lighthouse. This is This is where you're going to find... Usually married, down low dudes just looking a jerky, just a little <laughs> spit on the hand. <laughs> just get to work. That's, that's where the president's main press conference, his yeah. team's main press conference, was held on Saturday. There's no way this, it's a troll, right? Like at some point, somebody goes, "Wait, this isn't the Four Seasons Hotel. We need to cancel." Book something right. else. Book a Best Western. Book but anything. I, it's COVID. From, Everything's open. From what I read, they were like, the you know, pre- the president was just sulking. So, so show must go on. So they're like, he he tweeted out four seasons. We gotta. We just gotta oh, do this. Right. That's insane. That's, That's what you say. You know what? Change of plans. It's gonna be at the uh, Marriott. And this is you know, I used to work in PR. And so I would do shit like this. I would put on press conferences. And when you do this, like you, you go out and you figure it out beforehand. Somebody, usually a bunch of people go, they check out the location, they meet with the people, they make sure you can set up your board that, that all the media can plug into, that you got mics and speakers and there's room and you're going to where, Hey, we're going to have coffee for these guys and we're going to set it up. Like all of that shit is, there's like an advanced team that goes and plans all this shit and gets it ready. You got to go to the place. Before, I don't think there has ever been planning here. But that's like that's like the most the the lowest level intern knows that you go you go look at the, we got to go to the place go to the place first see what it's like. So it's yeah, I mean, and all, all of these press conferences and all of these like challenges they're just getting dropped left and right. It's great, I know. Um, well, because he can't get good lawyers. No, good lawyers don't want to be associated. Challenging like. You know, I saw one of the challenges was for 70 votes. Yeah. And even in the tightest race, that's like 15,000, 70 yeah. votes plus a recount. Like you're never going to get to 15,000, let alone 50 in Pennsylvania. It's, 
it and this is what I said. I remember four years ago, I was upset, pissed off, and I talked about it. And I said, but the one thing everybody's got out of their got to get out of their head is that recounts and shenanigans at the end. Like this is your president, and yeah, for you know, it, it's just this is the way it's going to happen. And I'll tell you what. If it gets to the Supreme Court and some bullshit happens, I, I, I'm telling you, if the Supreme Court somehow miraculously they gives won't. Trump six states, they won't. They won't. But I'm saying if that would happen, they wouldn't do this because that's the end of America. Yeah, they wouldn't do California, that. California's not going to be like, you know what? We're going to still eat shit. And even when somebody's voting, we're going to we're going to give you our economy. Like yeah. that's when you're going to start talking secession. This is not going to happen. So he's your fucking president. And yep. nobody would cheat and then lose the Senate because this is going to be the lamest of lame duck presidencies. Yeah. I mean, he's anyway. not going to be able to do like if you're going to steal an election, problem. you got to steal fucking the whole election. The president is right. the least important part of this election. Mitch you need the, you need the fucking he, Senate. I hate Mitch McConnell, but he's fucking smart. He, he like he will. Oh, he's a great uh, politician. He will cut his balls off. But there's no fucking cheating. And if there if you find evidence of cheating, like one vote, OK, throw that out. But there's he's he's up by tens of thousands in these states. It's never going to happen. Of course. He's your fucking president. Yeah. Um, so the good one of the benefits of Four Seasons Total Landscaping, that's now a VR home to furries. The, oh, they know, could just go like they go there and fuck. Oh, like I don't know what the- do they do they fuck or is it like they just no, like I get think, off? Of- yeah, especially VR. Like VR is you just like. VR, I assume you're just masturbating. Yeah. Yep. But furries, that's where they're, they they want that total landscaping. And then they fur like the furries, like I, I feel like they hug and snuggle because it's the suits that they like, right? They're attracted to the. Yeah. To the mascot costumes. Those, those costumes can't wash well, so they must smell terribly. Do you. I once met Chipper Jones, nice guy, and he was in town for a card show and, you know, he was like paid to be there or whatever. Do you think at these furry conventions that they they pay, you know, the, the um, Philly fanatic gets like 10 grand gritty. to show up? Gritty, of course. Gritty, or, what do you think the dollar amount? I mean, the fanatic must be so pissed because Gritty has. Right, he's taken over. Taken over. And I mean, the, the big get. So it's like if you can get Michael I Jordan. Think, I know. I know you're about to say Ted Giannoulis. Ted, Ted G- no way. The San Diego Gritty's Chicken. The guy. Gritty's, Gritty's the guy right man. now. He's the guy right now. But uh, you ever seen the baseball bunch? Oh uh, yeah, I mean, well, I was thinking Twib. Wasn't he on a lot of this week in baseball? Maybe he was. Might have been on. He was everywhere in the '80s. I mean, he's he's the the gold standard. He of mascots. He the the famous chicken, the San Diego Chicken. Ted Giannoulis. Put some respect on his name, Ed. I get it, but Gritty's America's mascot. Hey, right I now. love Gritty. I love Gritty. How about speaking of dog shit mascots? How about that time Wild Wing? The What's that? Wild Wing was the Mighty Ducks mascot, and it had like a Donald oh. Duck goalie helmet on. And one time, it like tried to skate and then like launch itself through a ring of fire, and it like didn't. It just like flopped in the middle of the ring of fire and then the, the mascot costume caught on fire. I wonder if there's like a furry has acquired that mascot costume. And that's like, um, 
you know, that's like getting Babe Ruth's uniform or something. Game used. Yeah, but it's it's just covered in semen, like crusty semen. Well, I mean, Ed, <laughs> I didn't have to take it to that level. But we but know it, that's where that's we the end game for all of these things. If you're going to use the S word, you really don't have to modify it with the with the C word in front of it. You don't have to say C S. <laughs> Because that really, that's like a little. I just, I feel like, no, I feel like every mascot costume eventually finds it, finds its way into being just a crusty. Ed, the word again, that's two, two times. (laughs) You said same word. One of my least, no, come on. Oh my God. That's so many of the words I hate all in a row. I know, I it's know. It's awful. Okay. I didn't, I, at least I didn't say moist. Oh, my God. Um, okay. Yes. <laughs> Candace Cameron Bure. Pavel's still still with her. Not, I don't, that's not, I believe that's Valerie Bure that she's married oh, to, not Pavel. She's with the knockoff Bure. I don't know if um, Pav, Pavel and Valerie are even related. I think it might be just a case of they're both Russian. Wow. Well, yeah. yeah. Um. She gave an interview where she said, I can't wait to become a hot grandma one day. What? So she loves the Lord. She's she's very Jesus-y. Yeah. So what's the point of being hot? Right. And also, but didn't she do something re- recently that was like semi-risque? Or are you thinking of uh, Jody Sweeten? Who is- oh, no, I know her. I know who she is. <laughs> Who was uh, trading meth for payments on her F one fifty? Right, she's. Uh, I think she's. She's cleaned herself up. She. Oh, breaking news. Yeah. Pavel Bure, born March thirty first, nineteen seventy one, Moscow, Russia. Five ten. He was great on the Canucks. Great on the Canucks when they had those sweet uniforms. Sibli- Lost to the Rangers in 94. Siblings. Valerie Bure. So he is the brother-in-law. He's the he's the brother-in-law, not... Is he the Russian Rocket or was that McGilney? Um, that's not um, Sergei Fedorov? I don't know nicknames. Oh, maybe. I don't know. Oh, I no, he is the Russian... Of- right here, nicknamed the Russian Rocket for his speed. Bure yeah. played 12 seasons with the Canucks... Florida Panthers and Ed's very own New York Rangers. Good call. Pavel Burry did? Yeah, Pavel Burry, yeah. Oh, well, I, all I know about him is he was the star of the Canucks team that lost yes. to the Rangers in their only championship yep. since 1940. To, to Mark Messier, who... Mark Messier. Def, who definitely... Put it in. Yeah, he fucked Madonna. He put he he was it was a weird thing. People like the Rangers, but they don't really give a shit about them in New York. Yeah, like yeah, because well, the Knicks. Yeah, but I'm saying even the Mets are a bigger draw than the Rangers. Oh, that's Rangers, crazy. I, I mean, I like I like the atmosphere of a Ranger game and all, but for that stretch, page six. Oh, yeah, was was chronicling uh, Mark Messier just fucking everything in yeah. the city. Oh, yeah. I mean, he was he was a legendary. Cockman. So, I mean, we talked about this last week. I don't know if we got because we agreed it's race car drivers followed closely by hot or uh, soccer players. 
But on, right on the next tier is hockey dudes. Yeah. They get top shelf because they're all, they're like rugged, handsome, pretty big, but also they're like nice farm boys from Canada. They, yeah, these guys I, I mean, crush. I would, say, I would say NFL, aside from quarterbacks, is the lowest. Yeah. They, cool. Because they wear those helmets. Know, yeah. You don't know them. And their careers are short. Yeah. The, NBA, any NBA can print every night. Yeah. I mean, yes. Yeah. That's true. But you just can. I'm talking le- like, well, it's hard. It's NBA is such big stars, but it's a lot They're of sloppy Instagram stars. models. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Kim Kardashian, the Kardashian family, speaking of NBA stars. Speaking of sloppy um, Instagram models. <laughs> Kim Kardashian organized a Zoom call between Dr. Fauci and other celebrities. I'm of two minds. I'm like, give us a list of the other celebrities. Because mm, there's one, up. there's one. I just saw one other name and it infuriated me. <laughs> well, let's see if we, let's see if you can guess which one it is. Uh, well, you, are you talking about Goop? Yeah. Yeah. Gwyneth Paltrow. Who's, who's Brad Falchuk? That's, he's married to Gwyneth Paltrow. Mr. Gwyneth Paltrow. I didn't know she was married after uh, yes. Coldplay. Yeah, she's married what to Brad Falchuk. I think he's an Who agent. Is, okay. I mean. Per producer. Same difference. Mila Kunis. <laughs> Pretty hot. I'll let her, I'll let it go. Fan. Yeah. I'm a big fan. Yeah. Ashton Kutcher, Orlando Ish. Bloom. Yeah. Oh, Katie worst. Perry. Big dick, though. Oh, she's the worst. But, you know, they list a bunch of couples and then two chains. Oh, I like two chains. Titty boy. Yeah. Who doesn't like who doesn't like titty boy? I like two chains. He's yeah, my I, favorite clip. And my favorite clip. One yeah. of the best yeah. Internet clips yeah. is him just destroying Nancy Grace. Oh, yeah. Just. He destroys it. She's like talking about like weed, weed yeah. being the end yeah. of society. And he's like, what? Yeah. And he, he drops all kinds of stats and information. He destroys her. Right. Well, she's an idiot. And he's titty boy. Yeah, he's titty boy. And also he does the world's most expensivest. Yeah, I, I love him. I love two chains, too. So I'm of two minds here. First of all, Fauci. Like, just we don't need you. There's not enough hours in the day for you to do what you need to be doing. Well, he's about to be fired. Well, how, how come he hasn't been fired yet? But the new guy's going to hire him. What? The right? new guy hire him, but he's going to get fired. Right. He's going to get fired. Because he's, he's more he's more beloved. Right. Well, the, he should have done that already, though. Like, he's been more beloved. But it, I'm of two minds because it actually could be kind of good to get some real information into the hands of tastemakers because this is this is PR. This is how you disseminate information. And Kim Kardashian has like 200 million yes. Instagram followers. Like I sort of understand it, but also so, uh, I one, one thing I will say yeah. is, you know, Fauci is of a certain age. I, I know this um, from his, a biography and also re- researching for my book. Elvis was a huge part of the polio vaccine, people using it. Oh, really? So Fauci – Oh, when Elvis got it, they had him do it on TV and the vaccination rates skyrocketed. And Fauci, I don't know exactly his age, but I got to think think for a guy like him, Elvis, when he was 13 or whatever, got the vaccine and it probably was a big deal. So that could be. 
that could, that be. could be, you know, to piggyback on your first point, I think that's what's going on. In, yeah, but, from his because if it's like Mrs. Goop and Kim, yeah, the, the problem demanding is that, an audience that, that group. Yeah, I mean, Paltrow, the, she's been debunked. Her organization is yes. a horrible she, she organization was, for science. And Kardashian, your husband yeah. was trying to siphon votes right. on behalf of the right. non-science president. Right. They were the, they were working hand in hand there. Yeah. So if they demanded a an audience, that irritates me. If it's the other way around where Fauci's like, let's get some tastemakers, let's get some early adopters in here to tell people to wear their stupid fucking masks and like let's get let's get a handle on this thing and this is the way we're gonna do it is with these with these uh people that are gonna talk to their audience, then I get it. That makes sense. I think that's what I okay. he seems like a reasonable guy. Fair enough. Um Okay. <laughs> this one was infuriating. At the end of SNL, when they do the goodbye to the crowd. Alec Baldwin held up a "You're welcome" sign. Oh, Alec! Put that coffee down. Alec Baldwin is an incredible talent. He's so good, and he was so handsome, and he's very compelling on the screen. He's fantastic actor. He is, and that being said, his Donald Trump was one of the least funny ongoing yeah. sketches yeah. in the history of the 40-year sh- show. They fucking let that guy host. Like, shut the fuck up. Like, you enabled him. You can't fucking turn it around and act like you're the fucking anti-Trump show. And on top of that, what? You're welcome. You're Do you think what? that swayed yeah. any votes? Any no. of them? No, of course not. You know what, yeah. Alec? You and the Lincoln Project can go jerk yes, each other off. Exactly. You didn't. You didn't do anything. No, no. Fuck out of here! And it was a terrible impression. Like they, they. I understand he was doing. He was trying to do the mouth thing because Trump does have weird mouth expressions. Yeah, that's well because that he's said, he's grinding from the, all that Adderall that makes your jaw like kind of clench all the time. What was funny about? Dan Aykroyd playing Gerald Ford or whatever. It's just, they're just going for comedy. Right. Or, I mean, Dana Carvey with H.W. Bush, he was funny with his impressions. If you're just trying to nail like a a speech cadence, but there's nothing funny there. Oh, I, I always skip that intro. And I, I I mean, I think Jim Carrey is one of the more talented. Oh, he's great. Yeah. But my God, we better not have to sit through four years no, of this fight. No, it's terrible. It's it's pretty what, bad. What was going on? And also, um, fuck my local NBC affiliate because somehow that um, the Notre Dame. Well, I went to like midnight. Clemson game ran into Saturday Night Live, and my DVR. Oh, I just wanted to see Chappelle, and my DVR. Um, ran well into Saturday Night Live and so I got a I got Chappelle's monologue and then like one sketch and then so that was all that recorded I I guess I was I was talking to my buddy and I said there were three things from that show worth watching Chappelle's monologue um <laughs> I liked when they they had a whole meeting with Aunt Jemima and Uncle Ben 
Did you see that one? Yeah, I saw that. That, that was, was funny. pretty good where yeah. he plays an all-state guy. They were all getting canceled. Um, yeah. And then my favorite part of the show, of every show, Kyle Mooney. Oh, guy yeah. is the best. Oh, I when saw they, the, the, the Nintendo Mario, one. His yeah. nuts exploded. Yeah. Yeah. The best. Yeah. That was it. The yeah. rest of the show was Kyle Mooney's funny. Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, elected, <laughs> elected official apologizes for using Cardi B's WAP to promote weatherization assistance program. Again, this has to be this has to be a work. Like no one's going to accidentally do WAP for weather assist weatherization assistance program. They're, they, well, everyone like knows he, it means wet ass pussy. Yeah, My fucking grandma I, knows that. I like. I it, you got to shoot your shot. Shoot it. I love it. I love it. I like it too. Uh, I salute the guy, whatever his name is. Yeah. Um celebrities turned up in force on behalf of Donald Trump. Um, this, so hold this on, party. hold on, hold on. Let me guess. Um, the Oak Ridge boys. Actually, they didn't get them, but they were loyal. They were loyal to the Bushes. So I don't think he got the Oak Ridge boys. The Bushes hate Trump. Well, not, not enough to n- endorse somebody else in the state of Texas. No, no, that's true. Um, or do anything really? Um, hold on. So, well, they, well, Kid Rock, like, Kid Rock, like starting fake wars. They know that, right? Um, Kid Rock was there. Kid Rock, he's he's not part of this story, but yeah, I mean, he's he's Nugent, Ted Nugent. Yeah, him, John Daly, Nugent. They're not part of this story, but yeah, so John Daly, buddy of mine. Oh man, when they were in that Nashville auditorium, yeah. John Daly looking extra purple. Well, yeah, I think he's got he's got some kind of cancer. Might not. We, John Daly might not be long for the world. Uh, okay, who was there? Kevin Sorbo, Scott Baio, Kirstie Alley, and Lil Pump all declared on Twitter a variation of the same tweet that they need to throw out every illegal vote and do a recount. That's what Sorbo was saying. Oh, right. So throw out all the ones we don't like and then count the rest. I think illegal vote means black people. I think. Uh, right. But they already do. They already do that. They already say they already make it impossible for polling locations. Yeah. Yeah. Texas. They threw out like everyone in Texas that of color. Right. That's pretty. Um, That's 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 actually the way you steal elections, by the way. It's not like printing your own ballots. I love that, like, the biggest celebrity making headlines is UPN Hercules. Fuck yeah. out of here. Yeah. Is he even American? I feel, I, like he's, I feel like he's Canadian. He definitely vibes Canadian. Can he even fucking vote? Uh, I hope not. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we shit on Alec Baldwin. Just, just so you know, because I know people in the past have said we're virtual si- signaling and doing this. I will say virtue, my virtue, these nuts. Yeah, we we shit on yeah. Alec Baldwin, yeah. and guess what? Who else? I'm gonna shit on a 20 year old Kansas Democrat. Yeah, he won the state house seat despite admitting to revenge porn and threatening students in high school. Oh, way back when in high school, you're 20 <laughs> two years ago. <laughs> this who voted guy, for this guy? Who's voting for a fucking revenge porn kid? I was gonna this? say who's daddy. I was going to say, who's voting for a Democrat in Kansas? Yeah, it must have been some weird, quirky town. Right. That, right. But I mean, no, that's a yeah. disqualifier. If you're 56 and you talk about your growth and this is what I've proven 
over my life. A 20 year old hasn't proven shit. Um, no, I'd, you can you can run for office at 20. I guess because you're technically an adult. It's not like a president where you have to be 38. Yeah, there could be a there could be a Doogie Howser situation, though. You never know. Fuck this kid. Get him out of here. Um, Remember Doogie Howser had that one buddy and it was like his little Vinny Del Pino. Yeah, Vinny Del Pino. And then it turned out like Vinny Del Pino was actually like 32, but he just had like that. He was like a stunted. He was like. Yeah, yeah, the boys. But then he was on Sopranos, like right. But it still looked the same age. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Max Casella, right, I believe. right. Um, Bieber's pastor Carl Lentz was fired by the Hillsong Church for quote moral failures. What? Oh, did he have his hand in the collection plate? Uh, if the collection plate was a was a NYC designer, right? He was. He was. Banging her and claiming he was an unmarried sports agent. He, no. <laughs> well, I mean, at least he wasn't using his um, – or I'm surprised he wasn't using his status as a rock and roll pastor because yeah. if you got if you got a rock and roll pastor, you got a problematic pastor. I'll tell you that much right now. He's, he's, right. he's trying to get up to something. Also, if you got a Hawaiian shirt pastor – like, oh, no, that, nope. I mean, I'm the king of florals over here. I wear I wear more florals than anybody, but I, I'm not up here preaching the word in a floral. It's a it's a tell. That's all I'm saying. If your pastor or your lawyer has a ponytail, yeah, it's, no. it's problematic. That's all I'm saying. It's just yeah, yeah. He, he might be on the up and up, but yeah, you're that's right. Like Ron Kuby, famous liberal. Right. Uh, Right. He, he rocked a huge ponytail. Yes. It's problematic. Problematic. William Kunstler. Also, <laughs> there was a lot. There was a lot of. There was a Kobe, lot of. Kunstler. That's both. They both had that. Yeah. The uh, there was a lot of ponytail lawyers on the Donahue show in the eighties. I'll just say yeah. that. You know, and you don't want. You, it's just pick a guy right, without a ponytail. The jury sees him stroll in. You're like, get the fuck problem. out of here. It's a problem. You don't want that. Finally. <laughs> yeah. Uh, our boy, Jonathan Depp, you know, he's legally allowed to be called a wife beater. His, his, his life is spiraling a little bit. I mean, he's, he's trying to cure, clear his name. I think he, yeah, but yeah, maybe you just stop talking for a while, but he, uh, he was kicked out of the fantastic beast franchise and he typed up, uh, on a typewriter, he typed up a response and posted it. I like that it was it was typed on a typewriter. I have to be honest, because that's like, would Johnny Depp do it any other way, other than typing it on a typewriter? Uh, I'm an old I'm an old school guy. Uh, I like I like my uh, Corona, my Smith Corona, Corona. Uh, but uh, you know there there are bigger fish in the sea. I'm, I'm not. I'm not worried about playing Grundlegorf or whatever the fuck those stupid names are. And uh, you know these movies, people love them, but uh, they're written by that uh, that woman who hates uh, females. <laughs> no, it's trans. It's trans, Johnny. Trans. Well, <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm from a different era. Kentucky. You're from Kentucky. I'm from Kentucky. Like Mitch McConnell. They, he won by like 25 points. 
I mean, we're we're different folk. <laughs> but I don't I don't need to be Grindelgarf. Um, as my old friend Richard Grieco told me, don't let the character define you. And uh, also, Richard Grieco and I used to, uh, while we were while we were spit roasting our fair maiden. <laughs> Um, we used to watch reruns of uh, an old show called Mr. Ed. Oh, that's a and, good show. Uh, that's a good show. It's about a talking uh, horse. Yeah, he, uh, you know, Wilbur had this horse that would talk only to him. Yeah. And so I've decided, hey, I've played an American Indian. Yeah. Huh? Why can't I play a horse? That's wow. I've always, I've always had a fascination for the equine world. Wow. So I think it's only fair for me to spin off from Fantastic Beasts and Grundlegurf, and I'm going to be Mr. Ed. Wow. Because, wow. It's a big announcement. You know, I must say, uh, a horse is a horse, of course, of course. And no one can talk to a horse, of course. That is, of course, unless that horse is the famous Mr. Ed. As played by Johnny Depp. Okay. And that's what I'm going to do now. Okay. Well, you, now, Johnny, it's my understanding that you were able to keep your salary from the, after oh, yeah. being fired from the Grindelwald. Here's the funny thing about these fucking studios. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get that fucking bag. <laughs> now, but in the past, we've learned that you, you, tend to be a little spendy li- well, living beyond your means. And oftentimes you've had to take loans against your next paycheck. Is that any well, concerns with this one? Yeah. I really, when I, when I fired up the old Smith Corona, yeah, I was rather indignant at the time. And I, I felt like on principle, I will turn down all, all royalties from the film. But when you have a penchant for buying diamond-studded bangle bracelets, beautiful, you're gonna have to cash that check. And I got that bag. What about um, how are we doing with the red wine and cocaine habit? You know, it's funny. The uh, about about eight fortnights ago, I went I went down to Uruguay and had some uh, ayahuasca. Oh really? Yeah, and I went on the a bit mother. Of a vision, yeah, yeah. I went on a bit of a vision quest, if you will. Yeah. And uh, what I learned is cocaine, yes, and Rocky Road ice cream are a great combination. Oh, I've heard that. You're not the first to say that. Yeah. Uh, all yeah. right. Well, and then I yes. went down and uh, bought some wine, and yeah, I'm, I'm back. I'm back in America, just drinking and scarving up. I'm getting ready for the apocalypse. Scarving up. I've got, yeah, yeah. I'm scarving up for the big apocalypse. Good. Good. Just in case everything goes down, you'll be, you'll be encased in a yeah. warm bed I, of scarves. Yeah. I, I, I actually used a, uh, a write-in vote. I voted for my, uh, my blue scarf in the, uh, the, up, in the, uh, wow. Past election. Wow. Yeah. One yeah. vote for a blue scarf. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's wrap it up there. Thank you, Johnny Depp, for joining us for the great Johnny Depp, soon to be seen in Mr. Ed. For the great Ed, Mr. Ed Daly, author of Heroes and Jerks, available on Amazon. 
My name is Brian Beckner. This has been episode 346 of the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. We'll see you next week. Yes, the lifestyle baller podcast getting bigger and not smaller. Broadcasting weekly, that's what we do. With Easy Ed Daily and the man Jay Stew and Brian Beckner, quick to dissect the week in sports and culture and whatever. Outcomers can nudge my brothers, reviewing some movies and shows and the others. Top podcast, man, no one is above us. Five star. And the haters will love us And we're not trying to talk politics a lot We'd much rather talk about dicks a lot Shit's so hot Man, you know the shit's on top Top podcast, man, it really hits the spot Listen up, you players and shot callers TBLS, the lifestyle's baller And you know the show is so flawless TBLS, the lifestyle's baller Listen up, you players and shot callers TBLS, the lifestyle's baller And you know the show is for all us TBLS, the lifestyle's baller